I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. On the first Sunday of August 1973, I, along with over 40 other Bahamians, traveled to Mandeville, Jamaica from the Bahamas to begin college for the first time. While at that college, West Indies College, now called Northern Caribbean University, I was greatly involved in the music culture of the college and also on the island of Jamaica. I sang in semi-professional choirs, served as a church organist, and performed in all the major musical events on the college campus. I had the privilege of singing all over the island in church halls, music theatres, schools, and ballrooms. For two consecutive years, I was elected by the National Music Committee as the most outstanding male singer on the entire island. What intrigued me the most was the great appreciation grassroots people had for art songs and classical music. Whether they liked it or not, I am not sure. However, one thing was certain, they showed deep respect for the performer and the art of performing, no matter what kind of music it was. When I performed in tiny country churches, people would walk long distances just to hear me sing, without an accompaniment. Simple, simple Negro spirituals. Often after singing songs like City Call Heaven and Ride On King Jesus and Were You There When They Crucified My Lord, there would be standing ovations. Sing it again, someone would shout from the audience. It was a blessing to see the response. When I returned to my home country in 1978, I was in for an unexpected culture shock. Within two weeks of returning home, I was asked to sing in a concert um, some of my sa- the same songs that thrilled hundreds and thousands of Jamaicans. As I began singing, some people started laughing. Others walked out. And yet still others showed a great disinterest in the expression or by the expression on their faces. Although I was determined not to let that deter me, I had to tell myself to sing on, sing on. I was grateful for the few who did express great appreciation for the performances. I was really shocked. It was just a few weeks earlier when everyone listening respected the music through, through, uh, although some may not have liked it. Now, back home in my own country, while singing the same songs, I was being laughed at. Certainly, some did not like the music, and a greater number were disrespectful and could not appreciate the art form. Some years later, I wrote an article entitled, John Canoe Isn't Enough. Now, those of you not listening from the Bahamas or in the Bahamas, you must understand that in the Bahamas they have a giant festival called John Canoe. It occurs on Boxing Day and on New Year's Day. Boxing Day is the day after Christmas in the Bahamas and most British colonies or independent countries, and also New Year's Day. 
And uh, here are a few lines from the article. I am often amazed how so many Bahamians get so excited over musical renditions where the performances leave much to be desired in the serious world of music. The guitars are not properly tuned. The players are picking unrhythmically loud while the drummers hit the drums tumultuously beyond the sound of the voices. The trumpets and horns are being blown through the guests, the gust of ears producing harsh sounds. In addition, the singers shout with vain gorged necks, thus ending the uncultured ear or, in, or um, injuring or the uncultured ear. These refined aspects of rendition cannot be recognized. After such uh, grand performances, shall I say, the people stand to their feet in all excitement and respect. But when a well-intuned, dynamic, harmonious form of music is presented, there is an awesome uneasiness, laughter, and disrespect. These two stunning differences are too commonly obvious at concerts in our country today, in the Bahamas and even other countries. While we all have freedom and right to like any music, and I do, I love bits of John Canoe, I love bits of jazz, I love bits of Trinidadian music, but when we do not appreciate different kinds of music, and especially classical music, maybe that's a challenge. It is my view that when more of us, and, and in the Bahamas too and other places, develop respect and appreciation for kinds of music other than reggae, other than John Kuno, we will see a decrease in crime rate. Now, I am not suggesting that one must like music, classical music. However, believe it or not, whether or not you like classical music, listening to it can impact you positively. I believe there are also many forms of music that can can um, bring discipline of mind. For exa- example, light jazz, light calypso, operatic music, baroque music, traditional spiritual southern gospel, and much more. But when one sticks to only listening to or only appreciating one kind of music, it stifles growth, especially the undisciplined form of music. Uh, Yes, as I say, this is especially true for those who are listening to what some musicians may call unrefined performances of of Jean-Cunou, some forms of rap music, and others like that. Now, it's good to perhaps have some forms of music where we don't need much discipline, but it is imperative to understand that there are music that requires discipline and appreciate that. That's important. Once more, it is my view that the more we have people participating in or listening to the more refined music, I'm talking about Negro spirituals, classical music, it can impact the crime level in our countries in the Caribbean, and I firmly believe that. In an article entitled How Classical Music Can Reduce Crime, Benefit Your Mood and Increase Your Spending, it talked about the impact of classical music on crime. Here are two paragraphs from that article. In 2004 in London, England, the British Transport Police piped classical music into London underground stations in months 
uh, stations in some of the area's most dangerous neighborhoods. After playing the music for six months, uh, here is what happened. Robberies were cut by 33%. Staff assaults uh, uh, decreased by 25%. Vandalism went down 37%. This is not the first time that classical music has been used to deter crime. In 2001, police in West Palm Beach, Florida, installed a CD player and speakers on an abundant, abandoned building in a crime-ridden neighborhood. After playing classical music, mostly Mozart, Bach, and Beethoven, 24 hours a day for about three months, shooting, thefts, loitering, and drug deals decreased. End of quote. I wish, I wish more and more of us Bahamians, Jamaican, Cayman Islands, uh, Americans, Africans, would get excited about, about classical music and easy listening music. Enjoy your reggae, enjoy your jankunu, but that's not the world, only world of music. I'm not asking for a decrease in jankunu music, if that's your choice, fine. Instead, I'm seeking for a greater respect and appreciation not necessarily to love it, for the refined forms of music. I am certain that this will impact our nation's anxiety and stress level and decrease crime. And more so, as a Christian, I believe if more people will sing the songs of the hymns of the church, our crime will decrease. If this has been your daily relationship nugget, I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a, a smile on your heart.